0: Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets resilience equals faithfully trusting God's word. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to part six of the Resilience series. I'm nearing the end of this series, but for those who are joining me for the first time, feel free to listen to parts one through five. What you will discover is me going into detail about living a God-honoring life of resilience in the midst of of what we endure on a daily basis. And for a person to walk in God-honoring resilience, they have to trust in God's word. And for a person to be able to trust God, you have to trust in what he says. And when God speaks, he speaks to us through his word. That is why you hear me say sometimes you have to read the word of God for yourself. Now you do need to ask the Lord for a teachable spirit because there are some things that we don't know, we need understanding on, and the Holy Spirit can reveal those truths to us, and He can use somebody to expound on a question or a concern or something that you didn't know. But in order to know what God is saying, you have to read His Word. You have to saturate yourself in His Word. You have to be intentional about reading His Word, and you have to be intentional of gaining understanding, gaining the knowledge, and having the wisdom to apply his word in your life where you can see the fruit of his words being produced in your life. But unfortunately, some people have a major issue with trusting God because they compare God to their other relationships as it relates to either a family member, a loved one, a spouse, somebody, a friend, they compare the words of humans with God. And when a human lets them down, a person lets them down, they think that God will let them down. And if they let themselves down, they compare it to God. And that's something that you don't want to do because God supersedes any human being. And what God says is what he means. We vacillate. We go back and forth. We don't know sometimes what we're saying and the effect of the words that we speak. But when God says something, when he expresses something, when he declares something, he's already thought about all possibilities. And no matter which way a person comes at it, the end result will be what God has already established. Unlike us, we can say something, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to do A, B, and C. But we didn't think about the obstacles that we're going to face or the things that we didn't even know about, which prohibits us from even going forward to complete the very thing that we say we're going to complete because we can't think that high. We can't think that deep. We don't know what's to come. But God's word has been consistent ever since he established his word for us to follow from the beginning of time. God's word is sure. His word never returns to him void. And God is not like a human because we can say something, as I stated earlier, we can say something today and then do something totally different tomorrow. We could say we aren't about to do such and such and so and so and and be doing the very thing we said we wouldn't do not even knowing it, but what God says he means, he's not playing games, and he isn't wishy-washy, and if you think about a person you can't trust, just ask yourself or just think about it, why can't you trust that person, and if you were to just answer it, most likely you don't trust that person because they don't follow through with what they say, You have some people who trust people and somebody will look at them like, why do you trust them so much? Why did you do X, Y, and Z? Oh my gosh, I would never do that. I would have never given them that. I would have never shared that with them. It's a reason you trust that person. That person shows you something to show themselves as trustworthy, just like a person who you can't trust. And the person who you can't trust, they've shown themselves to be disloyal, and unworthy of gaining or receiving any trust from you based off something that they've done or something that you've seen or something that they've said. And it could be that they talk about what they can do and then they don't do. They don't follow through with anything that they've declared. They talk about what they will do or they have an attitude of laziness. They're complaining They just have this negative talk every time something comes out of their mouth. And you can see how they treat you or other people. But if you think about a person you trust, that means that person comes through for you, no matter what it is. They've never shown you anything to make you doubt them. You can share information with them that you wouldn't share with anybody else. And you trust them so much. That with the information you've shared, you believe that even if y'all stop conversing, your secrets are still safe with them. They wouldn't do anything to harm you. They wouldn't do anything to hurt you, manipulate you, or put you in any type of compromising situation. You already know that because you trust them. And why do you trust them? It could be because they've shown you something in the relationship or in the interaction where they were reliable They followed through with what they said. When they said they're going to do something, they aim to do it. Even if they don't come through all of the time, they were honest with you, they were open, and they were transparent. And God is all of that to us. Okay, He's open, he's honest, and he's transparent. But some people don't trust in God's words and promises because they're distracted by the people they've trusted, and those people let them down. So that is their measurement of if they're going to trust God based off of what somebody else did to them. And that is a standard that's not even comparable because God is above, God is on top, God supersedes. And a human being, we are only operating on limited knowledge. But that's something that must be developed. It doesn't happen overnight where somebody is going to trust God just automatically. There are a lot of things that a person must do to get to that point. And that includes seeking a relationship with God, reading his word, knowing about him, spending time with him, drawing close to him so he can draw close to you. And you have some people who put more trust in a chair than they do with God. And what I mean by that is a person will see a chair, a chair they've never met, Not a chair that's in their house, not a chair that's in their car, not a chair in somebody else's house that they visit frequently. No, they can go to a chair in an establishment that they've never been to, a chair in a classroom that they've never been in. They can go to a chair in a place of worship that they've never sat in. And they'll look at that chair and they're just sit in that chair thinking that that chair is going to hold them. They don't know how old the chair is. They don't know the reliability of the chair. They've never interacted with that chair. I know that a chair is an inanimate object. I know that. I'm just giving an example. But a person could possibly just see how beautiful the chair looks and they just want to sit in it, not knowing if the chair is broken, not knowing if somebody damaged the chair, But they'll look at the structure of the chair and just sit in it. Not realizing, oh my gosh, I could fall down. And they'll just sit in that chair comfortably. I'm talking about sometimes people just plop down in the chair, thinking that the chair will hold their weight as long as they're sitting in it. But they won't put that same effort in trusting God. The one who designed the idea for somebody to make the chair to have it ready for you to sit in in the future. God's word is steady. God's word is more steady than a chair that a person could possibly put more trust in. And I don't know if it's happened to you, but it's happened to me a couple of times where I've sat in a chair just thinking, okay, and that chair just collapsed, just broke. And I'm sitting there looking crazy, literally sitting on the floor looking crazy. It's happened quite a few times. Now, I don't don't play with seats. I don't play with chairs. I do a mini investigation before I sit down. Nobody knows what I'm doing most of the time, but I'm assessing the situation, trying to make sure any screws missing, you know, any gorilla glue on this wood. Somebody tried to fix something real quick before I showed up. Anything disassembled. I kind of do a little rock just to see if everything's in order. I delay you know and watch people to see if they sit down. Everything is copacetic. Just gotta make sure because once you fall down once sitting down I'm talking about mid-sentence. Laughing and joking and then the chair just collapsed. And then people saying, ah man you know I thought that glue was gonna hold. And I'm saying, what glue? Why you didn't tell me this chair was broke? Oh, you know, it held for so-and-so the other day. But the whole point of me sharing this was to show how some people put their trust in inanimate objects before they put their trust in God. You have people who put their trust in, like I said, chairs. Some people put their trust in their vehicles just because it was reliable one time, but it hasn't been consistently reliable Throughout the years, because it can't tell you anything, it can't direct you. Our aim is to faithfully trust God because when we know who He is, what He is about, we know His nature and His love for us, then we can walk in resilience, knowing that although it is tough and the things I'm going through are real, I have the confidence that even though I'm going through this anger, I'm going through grief, I'm going through setbacks, I'm going through obstacles. I'm going through things that people don't even understand, and they're telling me, you should just get over that. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, why do you keep bringing that up? Oh, my gosh, it's this and the other. It's not that hard to do. It's just so easy. Oh, my gosh, you're making a big deal of this. All those types of things that people endure. Remember, God hears all that. God knows what you're going through. And he's going to see you through the situation. But in order to get through it, you have to be resilient knowing that God's going to come through for you. But the only way you can be resilient is if you know and trust in the one who is guiding you and who's granted you the ability to be resilient. That's why resilience, as I stated earlier in the motivational aim, is faithfully trusting God through the trials, the obstacles, the challenges, and the pit stops of life because you will have so many of those. It's just not a one-time thing. It's a continuous thing that we all go through throughout the journey of our lives. And it's important that we know God's nature. We need to remember that God is powerful. God is faithful. God cares about you. God is watching you. God is listening to you. God hears the silent cries. God sees your tears when you're trying to wipe them from your face and people don't know what's going on. God is almighty. God is your vindicator. He hears what your haters are saying behind your back. He knows how he's going to deal with them. God sees how you're mistreated, how you're misunderstood, how people don't value you. And it's important to confidently know that when God says that he will accomplish something in your life, what he says He will absolutely do, and it will come to pass. God's Word contains so much power and truth, and although we encounter issues in life's journey, God's faithfulness should be a constant reminder that He is coming through for you. And God's faithfulness is found in the Word of God, that's the Bible. And if you just look back over the course of your life of the things God brought you through, the people the Lord allowed you to meet. The accomplishments that the Lord allowed you and blessed you to be successful in when people thought that you were just a bum, you're a nobody. You'll never do X, Y, and Z. I can't see you doing A, B, and C. Because they put you in a box and they put you in a category. God has done so much for you. And sometimes we get caught up looking at what we're going through right now and the Lord brought us through but we just glossed over it because we got through it. And now realizing that this is an indicator of what we're going through now to go back and thank the Lord and see his faithfulness of bringing you through that trial, bringing you through that obstacle, getting you through that pain, getting you through that heartache. God can surely get you through what you're going through now. God can surely help you encourage somebody who's going through something now. Just take a moment, shoot, or take a day and think about how the Lord brought you and your family through over the years. There are some things that could have turned out worse for you that you went through. And there are some things God guided you from. And there are some things God protected you from that you know about and possibly countless things that you have no clue about. God's words are final And as it relates to his love and constant covering, God will never leave us nor forsake us and his words will never return to him void. We should make it our intentional aim to meditate on God's word because this is a beneficial practice that will produce a lifestyle of faith and trust when we encounter hard, uncomfortable seasons. And knowing without a doubt that God is coming through for you, despite what it looks like or seems, requires constant resilience. God-honoring resilience can only be obtained through truly believing God's word is truth. And God is indeed our Father. He's our protector. He's our redeemer. He's our covering. And thanks be to God that Jesus is our faithful shepherd. And no matter the situation you're currently facing, I encourage you to remain resilient, knowing that God sees all, God hears all, and God restores, He strengthens, and He establishes, and God hears you. When God tells us, as he said in our word, to cast our cares upon him, when you're going through situations and you're going through grief and people are looking or evaluating you based off of their limited knowledge and insight, trying to give you a solution to a problem that they cannot relate to, it's important to know that you can cast your cares on God. God cares about everything you're going through. And God wants you to express yourself to him because it's hard to express yourself to people because sometimes the very people we trust and care about and we love they could be having a bad day or going through something. We can't put our trust in people, we put our trust in God. Now it's good when the Lord blesses us with divine connections and we have a person who we click with and we connect real well with. But sometimes those people aren't always available or they're not in your lives anymore or Something's happened, but it's important to just go to God in prayer because God can get you through. Resilience requires understanding that while one is not pleased with where they are right now, they are still en route to their God-honoring destination and they will achieve what God purposed for them to do. And when times get tough, don't quit or throw away your God-honoring resilience because in doing so, Delays and more detours will follow. Living a lifestyle of resilience is necessary for every believer, and resilience requires having a made-up mind, standing firm, and exercising courage even when uncertainty and change appears. Resilience is sticking with God no matter what. Resilience doesn't entertain worry. Resilience focuses on thanksgiving, praise, faith, and hope. And although resilience does not entertain worry, when worry shows up, resilience is sticking with what God said about you. As you even experience the uncertain times, the anxiousness, the grief, the pain, the anger, the sadness, you're still resilient as you journey through those emotions because those emotions are real those emotions might not go away. They might resurface. And there's nothing wrong with that. But resilience is keeping a level head and understanding, okay, I'm going through this and God can get me through this. I'm not going to dismiss what I have going on and pretend like it's not supposed to be here. But I can work through this knowing that God is still going to come through for me. And that's what some people's issues are. They think that, if they're going through real issues and pain and things are resurfacing in their lives and things they haven't really gotten over, that they're supposed to just dismiss it and sweep it up underneath the rug because that's what other people are appearing to do, making it seem like that's normal. And that's not normal whatsoever. So aim to practice God-honoring resilience through life's pressure-filled moments as you encounter the criticism for not valuing or acquiescing to distorted, dishonorable behaviors, or when you encounter people who just are very dismissive and very passive. Just continue walking and expecting that your reward, your breakthrough, and change is on the way while you thank God in advance. And the scripture I would like to leave you all with is Psalm the ninth chapter, in the tenth verse, that states, Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. And I wanted to leave you with the scripture as an encouraging reminder that in order to trust God, you have to know God, and you have to know God as being the master over all. God is a relational God. God is the God of your life. He's the one whose words never return to him void. And as the eternal, all-sufficient, holy God, God is on top. God is the one who helps you. He sees you. He hears you. He comforts you. He restores you. He is near you. God is the one always providing for you. He is the one who is trustworthy and true. God is the one who will always come through for you by vindicating you, delivering you, and fighting for you, as well as defending you. God is the one who grants you peace. And when you know God and who he is and you trust in who he is and you trust in his word, you will always be able to look back and look forward as you experience any type of issue in your life, knowing that he will never leave you, he's never left you, and he will work all things out for your good because he's doing it now and he's done it in the past. So trust God today as you intentionally seek his faithfulness to shine in your life. Thank y'all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Resilience Devotional on the site. You can order inspirational apparel also. And you have the option to connect with me on Instagram and aim towards the target. I have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app that you can check out. But for those who want to use the Bible plans as an individual or group Bible study, You can download those Bible plans directly from my website. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.